Hello people and welcome to the West Ham Lounge podcast where we discuss all the latest news, results, performances and transfer updates. We invite fans to come and chat on our podcast so make sure to get in touch on our Twitter or Instagram which is at West Ham Lounge underscore if you fancy being featured. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the West Ham Lounge podcast episode two. We are very happy this evening, so we're going to chat through the Sheffield game. Um, also discussions around a couple of the latest rumours on transfers and possible takeovers and some predictions for the upcoming run of games. So, joined today by Jack Gambardella, or Jack himself, you may know him as on West Ham Twitter. Jack's a passionate West Ham supporter like myself, so we're going to get some of his opinions on the recent topics. Jack, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, good after that win, mate. Yeah, I'm happy now. Um, thanks for jumping on the podcast, mate. I really appreciate it. Yeah, glad to be on, mate. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sorry about the little technical issues trying to get us set up there. <laughs> so before we get into it all, mate, how's, uh, how's lockdown been treating you? Yeah, do you know what? I've just been working through it, so it ain't really affected me too much. I'm just... You working at home? You working from home? No, no, I've still been going into work, so um, it ain't been much different for me, really. Um, good chance to save up some money, though. Yeah, yeah, that's, he has, actually, and we've got West Ham to help us through it as well. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, Sheffield game finished about an hour ago. Um, before we discuss the result or the performance... Uh, what was your thoughts on the lineup when you first saw it? Was it the lineup you hoped for? No, I've got to be honest, no. Um, I was a bit disappointed seeing it. Um, but we've seen that a few times this year. We've had, we've seen a lineup, not been too excited by it, but we still got the result. We've done it yeah. again today. Um, personally, I would have had Ben Rama in from the start. I think yeah. I was a bit disappointed to see that, but. I think that was the main thing for me. I was quite surprised not to see Ben Rama. Uh, yeah, he looked good when he came on against Man United the other night. I was, I was quite surprised, really. Yeah, I mean, luckily, I, I think Lanzini worked out all right in the end. Um, yeah. He played all right, and I think he complimented uh, the runners. So you got, you know, you got Bowen and um, and Lingard as the runners, and I feel that Lanzini was playing that sort of kind of playmaker position for them too. Um and he complimented them quite well, I thought. Yeah, he done the job. He done the job. So can't complain. Yeah. But I mean it goes to show, doesn't it? Ben Rama came on at eighty two minutes and got an assist. So yeah, well <laughs> um so three nil, brilliant result. Um were you happy with the performance? Uh yeah, it was I'd say it's a solid performance. Yeah. You know, it didn't, it didn't blow anyone away, but I mean, West Ham of old might have got turned over by bottom of the league at home. Yeah. Um, we've seen that so many times. So it's nice to know that we can go and get them routine wins now. Uh, yeah. And what is it? Like Newcastle's still the only team outside the, the big six to beat yeah. us this year. So it's nice that we, we ain't got that soft underbelly anymore. Yeah, 100%. I mean, so, I mean, our season so far, I mean, we're doing what we've always needed to do, which is getting results from the lower clubs, even when we aren't performing that well, um, which is brilliant signs really for us as a club. It shows how we're progressing. Yeah. Um, obviously, Lingard had an absolute blinder today. Got, won us the penalty. Mm. Thought he linked up really well with Bowen and uh, Ling, uh, Lanzini tonight. The way it's going with Lingard so far, we've got to try and get him on a permanent, surely. Oh, we've got, we've got. I know it's only been three games in it that he's been for us, but yeah, the signs are there already. It could be quality for us. Um, the the thing is, is is his price going to be driven up and up and up the more he performs? Because there's no there's no agreed fee, is there? No. Well, I know. Um, I mean, X put something on Twitter about ten to fifteen mil. Oh, um, no but yeah, you for know, me, that is probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. So overall, I mean, it was a solid performance tonight. Any player performances stood out for you the most? Obviously, you know, I don't know. We mentioned Lingard, but any other players stand out for you tonight? Yeah. Do you know what? Um, I like the uh, Diop and Dawson were good tonight. 
Uh, obviously, we spoke about Lingard. He was unreal. Um, yeah. Ben Johnson, I think he don't get talked about enough. Ben Johnson. I agree. He he's done another solid job tonight, and I think he's working his way into that team now. And, uh, but I think my man of the match was actually Fabianski. I think he's yeah. getting back to his best now, you know. Um, he had a bit of a wobble, didn't he? Um, was it start of this season? Mm. Thank you. But I think he's getting back to his best now. He was good the other night as well at Old Trafford. Yeah, he was. He was. So I'd say him and Ling- uh, Lingard were our best performers tonight. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad you mentioned Fabianski and I'm glad you mentioned Ben Johnson because I feel like they um, they had two really good performances as well. Um, also, Rice, I thought, had a good game. But do you feel like now Declan Rice, where he's so consistent, he goes a bit under the radar? Yeah, we're just so used to it. We're so used to him playing at 8 or 9 out of 10 every week. That's it. And, you know, I think... Uh, this time last year we'd be raving about him because the players around him weren't doing the job but now exactly. everyone else the team around him are all playing well as well so he sort of goes unnoticed yeah 100% um, no, I that's, agree that's really a good thing uh, yeah, yeah absolutely so Rice took the penalty today so he must have replaced Noble for spot kicks now I assume it looks that way doesn't it yeah, I think he had the ball ready for the first one as well didn't he so yeah, yeah he, he and were fighting for it weren't they yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Rice took it though. Um, you know, we're going to need a, a long-term successor, aren't we, for Noble? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And he seems to can do half a job Noble does with him. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, Lingard just looked desperate for a goal tonight, didn't he? Yeah, I, I like him. You know, I really do. I like he's not scared to shoot from range, and I think we've been missing that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And do you know what? He's got that. Um, he fits in well with with West Ham, and he fits in well with David Moyes because he does graft, um, he does run about a lot, and that's what West Ham love to see. Um, so I, I I think he could, um, if we can get him on a permanent in summer. I know he's only played three games, but I'm you know I'm going on what I've from what I've seen so far. You know, two goals, blinding performances. Um, you know, won us a penalty today. You know, we've we've got to be. We've got to be, you know, lining that up for the summer, surely. Yeah, we've got to be. And if if that's right, 15 million, that's nothing. That is nothing in this day. So, oh, it'd be a steal. So, yeah. Yeah, we've got to be looking at that. So, currently joint fifth. um, Chelsea are playing at the moment and they're winning 2-0. Obviously, that could still change. But sitting at 42 points, two points above Liverpool. Did you ever think we'd be in this position in, uh, in February? Do you know what I was saying to Mrs. earlier? Like this time last year, I was I was resigned to relegation already. I was, yeah. I was like, oh, we're down, like we ain't getting out of this. And yeah. now we're above what above Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal. Crazy, <laughs> it's, isn't it? It's such a crazy turnaround. Um, and it's so nice as well not to be looking at Brighton and you know Burnley's results. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're watching Liverpool games, you know. That's it. And, and they're affecting us. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, where do you think we're ended up this ended up this season, mate? Are we going Europe? I don't want to be a pessimist, but I am. Go on. I want it honest. I just think our squad's too light. Um, we've already started seeing it now with Antonio missing a couple of games. I know we pulled the result out today, but we've got some hard games coming up. Um, I mean. I'll- after seeing how dangerous, you know, we can be on a on a, mm. on an attack with those three, does it make you feel a little bit better about the whole Antonio and not signing a striker situation? Uh, I still would have signed a striker. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think we've definitely we ain't done ourselves any favours not signing one because obviously they were saying, you know, Yarmolenko could do a job up there, and now he's at so. <laughs> Yeah, and he clearly couldn't do it. Antonio's hamstrings were going to go, and it's strange. But yeah, you know, we we managed tonight, um, albeit it was only Sheffield United. So yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be too down about it. I think we'll do all right. But I just think we're, our squad's just a little bit too thin. I think we might get found out. Yeah. Were you, um, I mean, I mean, the other week I was, 
I was, you know, very much part of that fan base that were like, you know, get fucking Diego Costa on the phone right now. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about it? Do you still feel like, you know, that's something we should have done or, or do? Or? Yeah, um, it kind of, I mean, it must be, you know, it would obviously command higher wages, but what's that between now and May? Yeah. Yeah, it's a couple of million, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it, yeah, for me, yeah, we've got to be looking at that because Antonio will probably be back for Spurs, but after that, how long is it until he, he goes again? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, who was your who was your man of the match today? Uh, Apart yeah. from Lingard. Apart from Lingard, Fabianski. Fabianski. Fabian. Do you know, I'd, I'd probably give him it above Lingard, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, Lingard was really good. He was, but I really like him, Fabianski, at the minute. I think he's really, he's back to his peak now. And yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad, because I thought he was on the decline, but he's, he's turning it around again now. Yeah, no, I agree. And he made... um. He made some blinding stops today, and then he made he, he made some really good saves against Man United, like you said as well. And um, I just feel I was speaking to to Russ last week on the podcast, Russ Budden, and I just feel like I feel so I feel safe with him there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, no, okay, good shout, mate. Well, how important were those three points today, especially with the run of games coming up? Yeah, massive, massive. Um, I think. I was looking at the fixtures early, like the next seven games are so tough. And what yeah. Spurs and Man City next in it, the next two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's so important to get this win because we don't want to start getting this. We don't want to start putting together a like, losing run. Um, yeah. It can happen so quickly and then we'll tumble down very, very quickly. So, yeah, it's good. It puts a little gap between us and... I think, what, six points above Spurs now and eight above Arsenal. So yeah. it gives us a bit of breathing room. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Massive, I agree. Massive three points, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Obviously, we touched on it about, you know, we're, get, we're getting results from from the lower clubs, um, you know, consistently, which is, you know, even when we're not performing that well, which is, um, I think, you know, the reason for our success this season. Um, but it's brilliant signs as a club that we're progressing. And, um what, what do you think? What do you think we need to to do to turn up and get results off the big clubs, even even if they are draws and stuff? What, why do you reckon we can't crack that? I don't want to be critical of Moyes because I really like what he's done. So don't don't take it as me slandering him, but I think he shows a bit too much respect to him. Um, that Liverpool game, I think we should have gone for it. Yeah. Um, it's so frustrating, but I can see why he's doing it. Um, I can. I just think maybe we've got to believe in ourselves a bit more yeah um and we, when you look at how we played against um uh villa when we won 3-1 the other week i mean i mean you might as well set up like that against liverpool do you know yeah. what i mean and i feel like he's got to show a bit of bottle sometimes because it's almost as if like you said we're showing him too much respect and it's straight away putting that the power with with them isn't it that's right, yeah. You know, like you said, that Villa game, we we turned up. I mean, Villa are doing so well, but you you could have forgiven him for going a bit defensive there. But we we went for that one, and it just shows what can happen when you do go for it. I mean, yeah. we could have more more than three. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, we've we've got to, got to start going for it. Um, yeah, we'll see no, agree. next couple of games, we'll see. Um, I just wonder if we'll go five at the back now. Maybe that will suit us more actually against these big teams. Yeah, and I think that's the only way we're gonna have um, you know Johnson in the club, isn't it? Uh, in the, in the starting eleven uh, is if we go five five yeah. at the back. We've got to remember that's not even his natural position, is it? Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's done doing, so well over there. He's doing he's doing really well. He's do, he's really good at going forward, and I think you know if you I mean when you look at our our defenders, you know. They are, you know, we've got Ogbonna, Cresswell, who are both, you know, I believe over 30. Uh, Craig mm-hmm. Dawson, who's 30, 31. So, um, I mean, you do have to start, you know, I know they've got, they've probably got a couple of seasons left in them, but you do have to start thinking, don't you? And, and Ben Johnson. Um, I think that's 
that's why I wouldn't let Diop go. I mean, there was talk of it in January, wasn't there, about Diop leaving? Yeah. Um, that was one of my points, actually. I wouldn't have let him go because the ages of the defence, we've got to have some sort of plan for the future. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Cresswell's, I think he's 31, isn't he? Oh, Bonner, yeah, probably 32. Yeah, yeah, eventually it's going to catch up on him. So, yeah, it's good yeah. to have Johnson coming through. Yeah. I'm gl- I am yeah I agree with you. I am glad we kept Diop on. I feel like he is. I feel that he's a really good. This is quite this is quite debatable actually because a lot of people are quite mixed on this. But I feel like I I quite like Diop. I actually think he's mm. good. Um, he's a little bit um blasé, but I think that's just adapting still. You know, I know he's been here for a while now, but mm. you know, he, he ain't really at regular regular game time as he I know he's you know he's got a few minutes under his belt I I know that but he ain't been you know starting 11 week in week out and I just feel like you know maybe it's adapting to the prem still English football maybe it's just you know he's uh needs to mature as a player or whatever it is I just feel like he does have the potential to there's a yeah there's a reason clubs like Man United and that were looking at him um And I do think the quality is there. I think he just needs to maybe mature in English football a bit. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I mean, well, he's, I think he's just turned 24. Yeah. No, he's, he's still young for a centre-back. Um, I find I find he plays well against the teams that play nice at football, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas when the teams are hoofing it, I feel like he struggles with that. Yeah, I know what you um, mean. Yeah, whether that's, like you said, like adapting to English football maybe but I do I feel like he'd be a really good defender in a uh, in a top team I think he'd look he wouldn't look out of place in a top team no I think it's important that he's next to a good partner and all and he looked good alongside Dawson tonight yeah uh, bit, I was a bit worried Dawson uh, Diop coming in to be fair um, but no he was he was solid tonight um, I feel like there's a mistake in him but he's learning yeah, no, I agree, and I, I, I feel like that about Dawson as well. Sometimes I feel like there's a mistake in him. There uh, is, you know, Dawson. I, I love the geezer, but there's been three or four times he's got away with one. Yeah, I've I noticed. feel like there's one around the corner what's going to lead to a goal. Hopefully, it's not yeah. against Spurs or something like that. But yeah, I, no, I see it. I see it. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't. Do you know what I mean, you, I'm not taking anything away from him. Like he's been oh, absolutely course, amazing. But um, but no, I, I completely agree. I I see it in him. To be honest, I can see him coming. But mm. as you said, hopefully it's just not. Hopefully it's when we're like you know three 0 up or something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, really good result today. Happy with the performance. Yeah, up to 42 points. So absolutely blinding. I wanna now I wanna talk a little bit about recent transfer rumours, um, you know, spending and selling. Uh, so, firstly, I've heard Yamo, Anderson, Lanzini could all be sold in the summer. Um, how do you how do you feel about that? Is that fair enough? Yeah, um, I think of the three, I'd rather keep hold of Lanzini. Um, I don't think he should be starting games. No. But, um, you know, if he's happy to be a squad player, I think we should keep hold of him. Um, we've got some good players in them positions now. Yeah, no, I agree. Yarmo and Anderson, though? Obviously, if a bid comes in for Lanzini, you've got to, you've got to look at it. Um, Anderson is so frustrating that we're going to get, what, probably about 10 mil for him, 15 mil? Yeah, 10 to 10. To, 10 it's, to such a, it's such a shame because I think the plan was for him to go to Porto put his price up a bit and it, obviously that hasn't worked out has it yeah it's done the opposite I think <laughs> um, yeah yeah it's only decreased his value so yeah, yeah I mean we, we might as well you know we might as well cash in on him for wherever we can get really because I don't think he's going to get into this team under Moyes he's not a Moyes player is he no he's not and do you know what it's such a shame because when he joined I was really excited about Anderson because I thought I don't know. It's just one of them. I thought he'd be one of them special players, mm-hmm. and um, I was really excited by him. And I thought, and he had a great first season. And I thought, oh look, if, if when he once he adapts to English football, he's going to be brilliant. And then I, t- I don't know what happened. I don't know what because he's a good. He's actually a good player. He's a talented boy. Yeah. He's actually got he's so talented. much quality about him. But I, oh, 
I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just English football. He just does not. Mm-hmm. He just can't do it, can he? Can't crack it. Uh, it's like you said, though. The first year he was good. Um, bit inconsistent, but yeah. nothing, you know, nothing unusual. He's such a talented player, and it's so frustrating. Um, yeah, just to see it go, go to waste. You thought he'd be one of our top performers, and it just went the complete other way. Um, yeah, such a shame. Yarmolenko. Yeah, I think I think we'll probably see the end of him this year. To be fair, I mean, he's got a lot of injury problems as well, and he's the wrong side of thirty. Yeah. He's on big wages. I think I think they'll look to shift him out. Um, so, yeah. with regards to pricing, mm. how, how much are we getting for each one? Let's start with Yarmo. I don't think we get more than ten. I don't, I think we get about five, to be honest, mate. Yeah, yeah I think ten's pushing even. To be fair, um, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think there's much value in it. Possibly Anderson, but <sighs> Lanzini as well. I don't think we get do 10, well. 15. 10. Yeah, I think so. Anderson's yeah. the only one really we could look at getting a bit of money for, but even that's optimistic. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about us spending in the summer. So mm. same old names are popping up, um, but we've been made favourites now to sign 28-year-old Danny Ings. We're also being heavily linked with 24-year-old uh, Ivan Tony from Brentford who scored 23 goals in 29 games this season. Bloody hell. Out of those two, experienced Premier League striker, bit older, but you know what he's about, or younger, championship-proven, impressive scoring record that could be developed into something, but also obviously could always flop. What's, what's your, what, what are you going for out of those two? I think it depends on the, depends on the asking price. If we're talking same price for both of them, Mm. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's I don't tough. know. You know, it's very tough. Um, I'd probably go Tony. Yeah. Um, but I do like Danny Ings. I do. Um, we do really well to bring him in. Um, Tony, I think it's just more exciting because you don't know what you're going to get. He seems like he might fit the Antonio mould a bit more. Yeah. Uh, no, I really like Ivan Tony. Um, where is he? Twenty four. 24, so yeah. 24, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably pump for him, I think. Um, but any any of them two would be unreal. Yeah. I think what we've got to do with a striker, um, I don't want us to be looking at someone to come in as backup to Antonio. You know, no. We've got to be looking for someone to replace him because he, he just, I love the geezer, but he can't he can't be starting every game. Um, no. I think We can't be rely, solely relying on it. I think him. in the long term, I think we've got to look at Antonio being the impact sub. Yeah. Um, if I'm honest, I just yeah. don't think he can do what he does for 70, 80 minutes anymore. No, no. And we can see that, can't we? I think anyone can see that now. Mm. That's that's what I think that's what really was so frustrating about, you know, not signing a striker is, you know, surely Moyes can see that. Oh, if we all can, then <laughs> you'd like to think Moyes can see it. Um, because I mean, I'd, that, I'd, that the, goes to blame for that. I had uh, Golden Sullivan had you know twenty five to thirty mil on the table for him, and he and he and he didn't do it. I don't know. I don't know who to blame for that really, because I'm sure Moyes had some targets there, mm. and he's obviously asked the ball to get them. They haven't done it for one reason or another. Yeah. Uh, and then it sounds like Sullivan's brought his targets to Moyes and Moyes. One thing I'll say about Dave Moyes, he won't just take anyone. Um, which is good, but I, I just think we should have brought in a short-term stopgap just till the summer. Even if you know, if you don't want to spend the money because the right players not there, that's fine. But yeah, we should have brought someone in short-term, whether that was Diego Costa or any, any literally anyone on loan would have yeah, taken yeah. anyone. But just to reduce, yeah, you know, Antonio's minutes on the pitch, doesn't? Yeah, because we all know it was going to happen. Yeah, of course we did. You know, and uh, I think. I don't know, the club put out what they said he was fatigued, didn't they, after um Yeah, he failed his fitness to um, yeah. Mm, I don't think it was fatigue. I think he's done his hamstring there, but they're a bit too uh, worried about the backlash. <laughs> yeah, well yeah, I mean it would be 
I mean, ugh, we all pred- we all predicted it is the most obvious <laughs> you know obvious thing ever, but. I don't know, you know. Um, so frustrating. I mean, we saw, we let Alair go. I know he didn't fit our style. Um, but how we could have let him go without having someone lined up is so backward. Um, really poor. Really poor. Was, I mean, what well, we sold him, it was towards the start of January as well. Yeah, it was so quick. Had a good few weeks to, to sort that. And, you know, when he went, it was, I mean, I was always quite a fan of Alair, to be honest. I quite yeah. liked him. I know he didn't fit our style. I know that, but. Yeah, I see a few people were happy to see him go, and I thought, well, don't be too happy just yet. <laughs> we ain't got anyone in yet. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I didn't I, think we wouldn't sign anyone. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of him, but at mm. this point, I'm told if I can to stay. So I mean, if we if we look at what we have to spend in the summer, so I mean, we've got the uh, we've got the Halle money, so 20 mil there. Mm. Um, Yamo say five mil, Anderson twelve to fifteen, Lanzini ten to fifteen. So let's say around fifty mil around that. Then if we make Lingard and Dawson permanent, we're looking at thirteen to eighteen on that because Dawson is two to three, and and obviously X has just come out on Twitter and said Lingard would be available for ten to fifteen to sign permanently. Mm. So that spend is before we've even added to the existing squad, which would leave around 32 to 37 to spend on new players and bulk the squad up. Now, I don't know if GSB are going to add to that pot. I wouldn't have thought so. Um, so with that 32 to 37 in mind, where where are you spending that in the summer, ideally? Which which positions or or any specific players if in, in mind, if you if you have any? Um, well, the striker's a big one. Like yeah. Else. We spoke about that already. Um, the problem is, if you're looking at Tony or Rings, you're probably looking at, what, 30 mil, 25, 30 mil? 25, 30, yeah, I would say probably. so. Um, that's the, a big bulk of it. And what, you're leaving yourself then, seven, seven something? Seven yeah. to ten million left? You're not going to get too much with that, are you? Um, we need to look at central midfield. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is Noble's last year. Um but even if it's not, I mean, I mean, we need a squad player in that position. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know why we let Cullen go. To be fair, um, yeah. I think he's been alright as a squad player. Um, yeah, we're just so light in there in the midfield. Um, definitely need to look at that. And I think we've got to start thinking about goalkeeper and all. Um, yeah. What's yeah. going on to be thirty-seven? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Performing well, and Randolph's a good backup, but eventually we're going to need to look at that. Um, I don't know, maybe Nathan Trott will come through and, and be the one that catches up to him. But I'd look at I'd look at some younger goalkeepers as well. Yeah, uh, no, I agree. What about left back? Uh, if we can get a yeah, if we can get a good one, yeah. But I, I don't know. It depends what formation he's going to be playing in it. The Masvidal could done well there, and Ben Johnson looks like he can he can do the job there. Mm. Uh, it's when we played a back four. If we if we're thinking about playing a back four going forward, then I think we need to look another left back because I don't think that's Cresswell's best position there. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, oh, do you know what? It's so weird with Ben Johnson because I don't actually know. I don't really know where where I put. I don't. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable with him as as a left back in a back four. I don't mm. know if I. I don't know. I don't really know where I'd put him. I feel like I I, re, I rate him and. I want him to play. I just don't really know where he fits at the moment. Um, I feel like we need a we need a younger Cresswell as left back. I think we need a left footed left yeah. back, and I think we need one similar to Cresswell. You know, got a got a naughty left foot that he can whip balls mm. in, um, get up and down a line, but maybe you know just a bit younger, maybe just a bit more quality. But um, yeah, I don't know if I'd have Ben Johnson left back. I feel that he's I don't know. I don't know what I'd do with Ben Johnson, if I'm honest. No. Um, he seems to be like he's going to be like a utility player, doesn't he? He can fit in a few different positions, uh, whether that's left back, left wing back, or on the right hand side. Um, it's good to have that. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, yeah, it depends what Moyes sees. I think if he wants to back four, yeah, we've got to look for a left back. If, if he wants to go with a back five, playing left wing back, I think we could probably get away with it for another year. 
but yeah, like like I said, if if we've got a budget of about thirty five mil and the bulk of that's going on a striker, I think after that it's got to go on midfield. So yeah. I think they're a higher priority than left back. If we can get it, great. Yeah. I don't think we'll have too much money to spend, to be honest. No, no, I agree. Um, now, probably right in saying you are GSB out. <laughs> Absolutely. That's good to hear. I didn't even, I didn't even investigate that. I just assumed. Oh no. Um, okay, that's good to hear. So now I don't want to speak too much on this um, takeover topic because. I don't know too much on it myself. I just, you know, know the the latest rumours floating around. Um, so apparently Sullivan has put a price of 600 million on on, on West Ham um, mm-hmm. to investors. And apparently, I don't want to get too excited as we've been here many times, but apparently talks are happening with multiple parties over a potential sale. Um, so just a couple of quick questions on this. Firstly, you know, how do you feel about that and and that price tag? Uh, I think he's massively outpricing bidders, I think. Yeah. I think, was it when Saudis were going to take over Newcastle, about 300 million? Yeah. Where he's got 600 million from, I don't quite know. I mean, we don't own our ground, our training facilities are awful. I don't know where he's got this 600 million price from. Um, I don't think we'll get anywhere near that. Um, yeah. nah, I don't know. I've lost hope in them going. To be honest, I think this. I think we're stuck with them for another couple of years yet. Do you think if? Um, I mean, there there is talks with what I can't remember the name or anything like that. But I remember there was one guy that looks like you know that that, that was catching people's eye. You know that it was quite you know convincing. Mm. Um, I don't know because actually, saying that wasn't like towards the back end of last year when there was it was all going around that they would sell up. But we was looking at five hundred million then, weren't we? Mm. Yeah, I suppose it's our league position. That's yeah, trying to bump price. <laughs> um, okay, at at this point, would you? <laughs> okay, so at at this at this point, where we're at with GSB and how much they're hated and stuff, would you accept a Red Bull takeover and become RB London if it meant GSB getting out? No, no. My my main problem with them is. Is that they've took the identity out of the club? Yeah. I mean, I think the problems we've got with them, I think different people have different reasons why they don't want them at the club. Um, some of it's performance on the pitch. Some of it's my personal one is like I feel like the community feel it's been ripped out of the club. Yeah. Um. So if I was to sit here and say I'd like to become RB London, then I'd be a hypocrite. I think. Yeah. So, no, I mean, if Red Bull took over, I'd just change the uh, stadium name and all that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah. they won't. Will they? They, they'll have the kit colour change, the name. No, yeah. I, think, um, I think that's about the only people I wouldn't want. Yeah, I mean, that that's the ultimate sort of sellout, isn't it, <laughs> going yeah, for them? Yeah. I just, I wanted to push to see how desperate you are to get <laughs> them out. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't say that I'd be happy with that. Nah, I'd be a hypocrite. I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, got a couple of um questions that have come in from um uh, people on Instagram. So I'm just gonna give their accounts a little shout and then just run through their questions. So first one was at Hammers with a Z underscore Edits with a Z again. His question was to review some of the transfers in the last couple of years. Um, so I think, should we do, if I, if we do a little rating out of 10, I'll, I'll list some, some transfers and you can give them, give them a rating out of 10, if that's all right. Yeah. Right. Wilshire. Two. No, do you know what? One. I'm going to go one. <laughs> oh, good, good. That's good to hear. Um, Carlos Sanchez. <laughs> Christ. Uh, we'll go one again. One again. That's He's Wilshire level. It's got to be, in it? Right. I mean, he was dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably give him a two, but I'm being generous. We we'll give him two because Wilshire was the, you know. Come yeah, out. at least he didn't mouth off. He didn't mouth off, did he, when he left? So, yeah, I'll give him a two instead. Uh, Felipe Anderson. Mm, 
we taking everything into consideration here, like price and everything? Yeah. Four and a half, five, round about there, I think. Yeah. He wasn't terrible, was he? He, he weren't, no. He weren't. The amount of money we paid for him, bit of a letdown. Yeah. Um, Roberto. <laughs> Can we go into the negatives? <laughs> uh, can we? Because yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, minus ten. Minus ten. <laughs> dreadful, absolutely dreadful. Um, Fabian Balbuena. I'll give him a seven. I say, um, what was he? Four million. Yeah, he's about four that's million. Quite yeah. a, that's quite a steal. He does a job. You know, he's he's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seven I've written. Seven, seven for Barbuena. Um, Lucas Perez. Six. Six? That's quite high. I think he was all right. Um, he never really got a good chance, did he? He never really no. got the chance. But if you look at his um, his goal to minutes ratio when he was playing for us, it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, no, it weren't actually. And then, he, he, yeah, as you said, I just don't think he, he won't give it a chance at West Ham. No, again, it wasn't it wasn't a lot of money, was it? It wasn't a big risk. No. He got a couple of goals. He done all right, I think. Um, I think the problem was we let him go at the same time we let everyone else go. Yeah. Was am I right in saying we let him go when we let go of um, Arnautovic and Carroll and all them? Did they all go together? Um. Oh no, Perez was after that, wasn't he? Is it? I just remember like we let them all go, and I was thinking, well, we should have kept him. And he, he's done all right in Spain. Yeah, he has actually. Yeah, he has. But I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it was about him. I don't know if it was whether he 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 weren't he weren't that physical, was it? I don't know if he was. You know, he didn't like the English football, or or I don't know. But I, or he just weren't given enough t- game time. I don't know. But um, I mean, it was he was when a good player. Pay, him. What did we pay for him? Six million. So was he that high? I can't remember that. Uh, that. Might be less, but yeah, I think he done all right. Um, yeah. He was all right. He was so right. you're going six for Perez. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit uh, generous, but. So these are these are all so far these are all Pellegrini era. Um, and if we're looking, we've got Wilshire's gone, Carlos Sanchez's gone, Anderson's on his way out, Roberto's gone, Balbuena. Lucas Perez. So the only one so far is Balbuena. Oh, next up, uh, we got Ryan Fredericks. Seven. Seven. Yeah, I don't think he's. Um, I don't think he's good enough to be a starter for us. Although saying that, he's been this season when he's played, he's been good. He looks uh, good in the right wing. Yeah, he does. It suits him. Um, and again, free transfer, wasn't he? So. Was he free? Yeah, from from full of money. Yeah, I think that's a good signing. To be fair, um, would I start him every week? No. No. But um, yeah, he's been decent enough. I think this year especially, he's been a lot better than last year. Yeah, good squad player. Yeah, I mean he's no, he's not too far, is he? But he's yeah, he's not. He's good to have around. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Fredericks, so Fredericks was a seven. Um, Next one is Albion Ayeti. Ooh. I forgot all about him, to be honest. And I, <laughs> I just found him when I was going through our recent update, yeah. transfer updates. Three, two, maybe. Yeah. But again, did he really get a chance? I don't think I actually saw him touch the ball. Um, <laughs> he'd come on a few times, didn't he? But yeah, yeah no, he didn't. He didn't get a chance. Come on. Yeah, he didn't really get a chance. Um Nah, I mean he hasn't really done well for Celtic either. He started well. Yeah, he did start well because I thought he was going to smash that league. But yeah, um, I did, um, especially after the first couple of games. But nah, he's gone a bit quiet over there now and all. So yeah, yeah, nah. Two, three. Yeah, round about there for him. Um, Pablo Fornells. Seven as well. I'm going to stick with seven. So he's um, on track with Fredericks. Yeah, but what what I'm saying though, I'm taking the whole thing into into consideration here, like the pricing and stuff. Oh yeah, fair enough. Uh, if you're talking about the player, yeah, he's he's much better player than Fredericks or Balbuena, but mm. 
Yeah, good. I mean, what we paid 20, 20 something for him, wasn't it? 27 yeah, or something. It wasn't that 20 something, wasn't it? Quite a bit. Um, I, I like Four Nails. Oh, I do. I do as well. Opinion. He splits opinion, but I like his work great. Um, he's like um, he's like a PR. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think Moyes sees him as. I think he sees him as the PR of of this team. Yeah. Um, no, he's a good good player. I like him. Um, it's frustrating. Mm. Um, how many guilt edge chances he missed? Oh mate. But it's not his game, I suppose. But yeah, no, I like him. I think he's a good player. He's a good player to have in your squad, isn't he? Yeah, I think certain he's, games suit him. Yeah, he's not your superstar, but he's uh, a Moyes probably likes him because he he just runs for for ninety minutes flat mm-hmm. and um, works his bollocks off, and that's that's what Moyes and and West Ham yeah, like to I think see. He's on that left side to cover Cresswell a lot. I think yeah. he's he's worked right down that left side. I think I think everyone can see he should be playing in the middle, but I think there's a reason why he gets. Slung out on the left. Yeah, yeah. I swear a bit. So four nails, seven, yeah. Yeah, good sign. Um, okay, next we've got Thomas Sushek. <sighs> Taking oh, in consideration what we paid for him. Gotta be a ten, I think. Gotta be in it. I don't want to throw a ten around too easily, but yeah. I mean, what was he? How much? Twenty mil. Yeah, twenty mil. Yeah. I mean, the impact he's had, I'll, I'd go as far as to say our best signing since Pyatt. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, actually. Um, I saw um, I saw something like that on Twitter, actually. Um, oh, when was it? It was something like, uh, who's, who's, who's had the most positive impact on West Ham, Pyatt or Sushek? And I, mm. everyone was obviously, you know, Pyatt, but I, I genuinely believe it's Sushek. I think he's yeah. impacted the club so much. And in a, in a good bit in a team way rather than an individual way, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think his his work ethics rubbed off on a few of the players. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's I why mean, he's made such a difference. Um, it, it frees up Rice a lot. Um, Rice when Rice is in the midfield with Noble, um, he's got to do all the legwork. Yeah. Um, so Sujet coming in has really brought a lot more out of Rice's game as well. So. Yeah. yeah, he's been superb, Suchek, and he's got a goal in him as well, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, so Suchek is a 10. Uh, okay, and then last one is Sebastian Heller. Oh, that's a tough one, because I do like him. <laughs> I do like him. Uh, I'll say a six. Six, yeah. Because I think... I think I think he's a really good player. Mm. Um. Just you just know that no research went into that signing. Oh yeah, it was a, it was just a right. name buy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, they didn't they didn't know how they were going to use him. Um, what forty five million? It's a lot of money for a club like us to be throwing around. Yeah, I feel like they just done a search for players over six foot two, um, <laughs> <laughs> and Halaire just came up and they went yeah. in. I think I do. I think he's a really good player, but he, you can tell straight away he wasn't going to fit us. He um, surely has caused, you know, the biggest divide in the fan base in time. years. Yeah. Because there, there is literally people, you know, with complete opposite opinions. Mm. Some people think he's some people think he's decent, like yourself, but there's some people think he was just the worst player they've ever seen. <laughs> And it's, it caused such a divide. You, you look on Twitter now, people are still talking about it when every scores. When every scores for Ajax, people are still talking about it. <laughs> I know. I know, we can't <laughs> let him go. Um, he's, I think it's just because he was the polar opposite of Antonio. Yeah. Um, Antonio will run the channels, he'll, you know, he'll run about, he'll run himself into the ground for the whole game. Whereas that's not Alice's game, is it? But I yeah. think Alice's suited to a team that's going to attack more. And we're not that. We're a counter-attacking team. I think if he's facing goal, uh, he'd do a better job. So I think that's why you're seeing him do well at Ajax. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think if he played with a top team in England, I think he'd do a good job. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. Suit us, I think that's all it was. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't suit us. Um, Can I throw uh, Sufau in there as well? Yeah, cool. That's got to be a 10 as well. 
hundred percent. What did we pay for him? Five million. That's unbelievable. That is just crazy, isn't it? So let's all right, let's let's just discuss Sufel for one minute. So um obviously absolutely blinding um bit of business. How much of an impact has he made to the team? I think um massive again. I think uh like you said about Sutek. Mm. He seems to have affected other players, and I think Sufal's done the same. Um, I was reading somewhere that Suchek and Sufal started coming in on their days off. Yeah, trials, yeah. And then that's rubbed off on other players, and now they're all doing it. Yeah, and that's blind. You can't underrate that. That's massive. Um, yeah, I mean, I think when he come in for five mil, you thought he can't be that good, like at five mil. Yeah. What, what a player. Um, we needed that. We needed that solid right back because Fredericks isn't it. Yeah, no, I agree. Fredericks is good going forward, but he's not a good defender really. Um, Sufal looks comfortable either. I think he. I think he even done a job at centre half, didn't he, for a bit yeah. at, at Man United. Yeah. I think he went right centre back. Yeah. He did a job there. He looks. He looked really good. Uh, nearly got his first goal tonight. Yeah, nearly. Should have finished that. So he didn't look comfortable in front didn't of a couple of people. Sure, did he? He was looking up and yeah. Yeah. But you know, I I think what I like about Sufal is these um couple of things. Obviously, his work rate is just ridiculous, and um, also I feel like he's his passion. Um, yeah. I feel like every game for him is like a cup final. He just loves it, and uh, I feel like he just puts like 110 percent into every yeah. game he plays. Um, but I think that might be you know it might come down to you know I think him and Sushet you know they're they're living in London. They come to the Premier League. They're, you know, obviously want to prove themselves and do well. And they're probably earning a lot more money than they were previously. And um, yeah, I think, but I think it's rubbing off on the rest of the team, which is which is really positive. Yeah, I think you're right. I think um, I think they appreciate the fact they're at West Ham. Yeah, yeah. Whereas that's what a we lot know. of these other players um, might have come over easy payday. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah. like that. <laughs> um, Anderson possibly yeah uh, but I think yeah a lot of the time we're bringing in players and uh, you know throwing a lot of wages at them and they they're coming for that mm-hmm. um, whereas these boys seem like they they do appreciate the club and they appreciate where they are uh, that's only a good thing yeah yeah no I, mean, I agree I think you get the same thing when you bring players from the championship Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. like uh, Bowen as well. You can tell yeah. that you know, they're hungry. It makes a big difference. Yeah, I, 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 I really like the idea of bringing players from the championship. And I think that's obviously because they're, you know, they're desperate to get up into the premiership. So they want to prove themselves. So they're going to, you know, their work rate's going to be well. But also they're, they're used to that physical side of English football. And, um, you know, and I feel that, well, you know, championship probably is a, is a bit more physical than the, than the Premiership, and um, so they're used to that side of it. So um, yeah, now I, I like the idea of bringing players up from the Championship, and uh, I just find that their work rate. Well, you, you know, you ain't got to look at Jared Bowen, didn't you? And um, yeah, Antonio Cresswell come from there as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We we've done well actually bringing players up from there. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Okay, cool. So I've got one other question from Instagram, and that was from an account called at hammers underscore socal, and that's S-O-C-A-I-L. Um, so he got in touch today, and he's a he's a 12-year-old lad who does some uh, West Ham picture edits. So just make mm-hmm. sure to, to support that and have a look on his Instagram, anyone. Um, he asked... He asked, what striker would we like to get in the summer? I mean, we might have covered it, but... No, uh, yeah. Got to be Tony or Rings, I think. Um, Either of them. Yeah. Someone that can take the pressure off Antonio. Did you have a preference on either of them? Personally, I'd go Tony. Um, I know Ings Ings is quality, but he's had his injuries in the past, hasn't he? He has, yeah. Uh, he's done well to come back from him because I think he's done, is it ACL we done twice or something? He, he's yeah. had two big ones. Um, mm-hmm. He's done well to come back from that, but you know the second he signs for West Ham, that's going again. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that would be a typical West Ham, West Ham signing. Yeah. To sign someone like, you know, coming up to third. I suppose you know he's got the Premiership experience, which is which is which is decent. But you know, coming up to thirty, dodgy, mm. you know, dodgy injury. Looking at thirty mil, I think Tony's got to be a better option. I think. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I'd go. Yeah, Ivan Tony. Cool. Okay. Um, Jack, thanks for coming on and chatting today, mate. It's been a pleasure. No, no worries. Thanks for having me on, mate. It's good. No, no worries. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can uh, catch up again soon. Just quickly before before we before we log off, um, who's your hammer of the year and why? Ooh. Do you know what? It's such a it's nice to have an, a big pool of players to choose from. Yeah. Normally there's, normally there's only one or two that are performing, but Bonner, Suchek, Rice, Sufal, they're all up there. Um, yeah. If it was tomorrow, I'd give it a Bonner. Yeah. Um, but Suchek can't be far behind. And I think Rice, I mean, Rice has probably been our best player, but like we said earlier, he, he goes unnoticed now. Yeah, we're just you used know, to it now, aren't we? We're just used to it, so I'd I'd give it to Bonner. I think he's he's been yeah. unbelievable, and no, I think I, we're starting to notice it now from outside West Ham as well. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, he's, he's getting, getting a, he's getting appreciated a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ogbonna for me. Ogbonna. Okay, cool. All right, brilliant. Thanks, mate. And um, yeah, I'll catch up with you soon. All right. Lovely. Thank you very much. No worries. So thanks for listening to episode two today. Uh, We've got another guest lined up for episode three next week. So make sure to keep an eye on the socials for updates on that. Come on, you irons.